On this episode, we discuss Vantage Point, starring an all-star cast of people who didn't read the script. What's going on is yeah. we're doing a podcast called the Flophouse. Welcome to it. Yay! <laughs> I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Sarah Schaefer. Yeah, we've got a guest tonight, Whoa. Sarah Schaefer. <laughs> Elliot Kalen, normal co-host, uh, is very busy these days. As, as you probably know, the conventions are coming up. Mm. What well, kind of a convention? Like a, like a Star Trek convention? No. Anime convention? The, 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 <laughs> yeah, the Democratic convention, followed closely by the Republican National Convention. So things are busy around the Daily Show offices, from what I understand. So he's going to be out of town for a while. Wait, does he work at the Daily Show? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've pimped that enough, our like tangential connection to something popular. But instead, we got famed comedian Sarah Schaefer. Wait, is that the same Sarah Schaefer from Sarah Schaefer's Obsessed with You? <laughs> a popular stage show. Also, she um, hosted AOL's The DL. Ooh. And she's a blogger for Best Week Ever. A blogger? Holy Ooh. shit. Yeah. Where else might we know you from? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, blogging for Best Week Ever, that means you're perfect to talk about a bad movie. Perfect. Which is what we watched tonight. Well, let's not get it. Let's not, let's yeah, not pass dude. judgment. Yeah, chill out. Come on, speak for yourself. He's um. up on the throttle there, um, <laughs> fast driver. <laughs> He's up Charlie's Angels full throttle. Dan yeah, McCoy that's, is fast. That's what, that's what is, people... That's, what, that's, that's what the word it, on the street. That's what the ladies say. Absolutely. Yeah, ladies from six years ago when I wasn't married, perhaps. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. Yeah, that's kind of strange, <laughs> dude. Um, but you're married? <laughs> let's not get into each of our personal lives okay uh let's talk about the movie we watched tonight what movie was that Stuart? that was vantage point wait yeah. that was vantage point right sarah yes hey have, did you see the trailers for this movie i did actually a lot they were pretty intense they were they really made me feel like i was gonna go on a roller coaster ride of intrigue there's a lot of actors in those trailers right and i think there's a lot of actors in this movie well, I mean, there were a lot was, of actors. I per- like, I was impressed. Like, your was, average movie. I mean, well, yeah. as many actors as there are characters. Yeah, I mean, generally. duh. Like, no doy. <laughs> no doy. But, like, when I saw the trailer, I was like, wow, there's Forrest Whitaker and his lazy eye. There's Sigourney Weaver. There's, there's Dennis two Quaid. Yep. His, his lazy eye got an Oscar nominee yeah. uh, for Ghost Dog, I think. But um, <laughs> Matthew Fox from uh, TV's Lost and uh, Party of Five, right? That was Party of Five. Party of Five, five right? yeah. Um, You're a girl. You know about Party of Five. Actually, I right? never watched Party of Five no? for some that was, reason. That was when was it? It was on. Change, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, it was. Wasn't it on? I think it was on when I was in college. Yeah. Maybe? And I didn't. Too busy studying, no doubt. I was. I was studying anatomy. No, I'm just kidding. Nice. Uh, no, I didn't watch a lot. Of t- I didn't have a TV in college, so I didn't see anything. Actually, yeah. when was it on? I yeah, I don't know. you belong to sororities. Surely it was on someplace. Yeah, I mean, there were like surely like Matthew Fox and uh, there were like posters of Matthew posters. Fox with a shirt off, sitting mm. on a like a Cadillac. on the front of a chevrolet i was like overachiever girl in college and i i was always doing an activity just doing on tv so there was like a four-year period where i really did not see anything you know drama drama sure theater sketch comedy group Mm-hmm. We had to write about the cafeteria, you know. Oh, that's, that's sketch, college sketch college, comedy group. College satire. Yeah, we yeah. wrote about the cafeteria. And Dan the did president. a comic strip like that. <laughs> Shut up. Let's not, let's not talk about our college creative endeavors. Let's uh, get back to the film. Yeah, please. Now, this was, I would say this is <laughs> a uh, Rashomon for the modern era. Would you, uh, would you agree that that's... Uh, uh, I think that's probably right. I yeah. don't know what you're talking about because I'm not very knowledgeable on film. Was the uh, I'm not Akira. sure why I'm at I'm at this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, film. 
Uh, basically, it's all about um, you know the differences in people's viewpoints. Uh, to, to tell the same right. story from three people's viewpoint. The difference, the difference between me and Elliot is vast. Mm. By the way, okay. Elliot knows every movie. Well, you're you're taller. taller. Yeah, you're taller, I'm, ex- for I'm extremely... Significantly taller than Elliot. <laughs> extremely taller. Extremely uh, taller. Roughly twice as high. <laughs> I, I didn't get out a measuring tape. I didn't get out a measuring tape. Yeah, I didn't get a measuring tape out, but I, I'm, I feel pretty confident. No, Elliot's knowledge of movies is... Encyclopedic, you would say. Right. I mine Wikipedic. Literally, this is what happened recently with me. This is just an example of my knowledge of movies. And we'll give our listeners a good idea on what they're about to encounter with me. My husband has convinced me that I have seen the movie Hellboy. And mm-hmm. I cannot remember anything from it. It's pretty memorable. Too. Anything. There's a big red guy. In no, movie. I don't remember yeah. it at all. My mom had the same... Like I guess yeah, disorder, where she that. would go see a movie and then literally two hours later, because I mean we we need to get get right. a move on because I might forget the entire movie yeah. in the next two hours. My mom, my mom does that, but I think that's because she's usually a little drunk when she watches a movie, <laughs> and that would be no different for me tonight. And you know about Elliot. He's kind of like <laughs> imagine, imagine Elliot if they made to talk about him because he's not here. The thing about Elliot is he's kind of like if if they made the movie Short Circuit, but instead of robots made for war, they made robots made for like learning a lot about movies and talking about them. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Elliot would be the Johnny Five of that of that group of robots, right? Because he's kind of short and smart, and yeah. he talks kind of like a robot most of the time. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't had like an Ali Sheedy character to. to in his life yet to like teach him that there are things other than movies. I, I think you could fill that role, Dan. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. would I think I'd, I could be Fisher Stevens. He could see what it's like to see a, a human naked. Yeah. <laughs> for the first time. I could look like a turtle, like yeah. Fisher Stevens, an Indian turtle. Maybe like no disassemble movies. <laughs> podcasting. But um, that's, no, that's pretty good. Okay, so we should actually no, talk, about, talk the about the movie. Yeah. The movie right, right, right. Vantage Point. Yeah, it's a movie about <laughs> different viewpoints, but unlike Rashomon, like the point of Rashomon is uh, people have different experiences of the same event. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's no one single truth. There's truth that's filtered through right. other viewpoints. Whereas in this movie, we just literally just see the same things happen over and over from different vantage points. Hey, and it's like. Uh, <laughs> title <laughs> <laughs> i used to watch uh i used to watch alias which was you know a pretty good show it had its flaws but i i enjoyed it that's with uh the chick with the big forehead in it right with yes. the dimples jennifer Garner. yeah she looks like a skeleton <laughs> but um towards the end of, in a scary way <laughs> towards the end of the 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 run of the show every ep- other episode would be one of those episodes where it starts with a teaser of something happening and then like it gets up to a shocking point and then something comes on the screen and it says 24 hours earlier. Right. Which is my least favorite uh, TV storytelling convention now because it's just like, God damn, why can't you just tell? And like this whole movie was just like 23 minutes earlier, over and over Over again. Over and over again. Yeah. And you know, like the first time it happens, you're like, Oh, cool! This is a this is a different way of uh, telling a story. <laughs> oh, weird! <laughs> and then, not linear. <laughs> as it proceeds, you realize that you are getting about as much new information in each like retelling as you get in like one of those soap opera comic strips in the newspaper, where they're like, it's going to progress like literally one panel's worth every day. Yeah, of new like Mary, Mary Worth or Apartment Three G or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah, I know you're a or or, or like fan. or like later funky Winker Bean comic strips. <laughs> We're like, why are they getting so fucking serious, dude? It's funky Winker Bean. Everyone's dying. Did that, did that chick Winker commit Bean. suicide? What the hell? Wait, funky Winker. She had cancer, and she like. Held, I mean. Wasn't there? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it's really man. sad. Well, Let's not get into it. I remember when I was a kid. That was a comic strip that was basically made for band directors, high school band directors, to put mm-hmm. up on their wall. Yeah, yeah. Like that was the niche. And then later on, I revisited it as an adult, and I was like, "When did this turn into a tragedy?" Man, yeah, this shit's kind of sad. It is really sad. But that Winker Bean is funky. That's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That I was wondering is really winker. (laughs) I was wondering why the comic is mainly about a guy with glasses and not the 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 titular character. Sure, (laughs) his name's Les. I I didn't pay that. Oh God, we really are. So vantage. The vantage point is sure. What's that? No, is that 
every single it was like little vignettes of each person's vantage point every single little vignette ended with them seeing something incredible and, and then like a player or something like, yeah like uh-huh. incredibly like telling and like oh my gosh i realize the shit's gonna hit the fan or i just saw the answer yeah the pieces are falling into place oh but God, you don't even see it so you don't even get the puzzle piece so it's basically like you know there's a puzzle yeah you know all these people have a piece but you never get to see any of the pieces Except Even at the end of the, the movie. Except at the end of the end, you realize that there wasn't really a puzzle. It was just a really yeah. straightforward story that some screenwriter was like, okay, this is not going to sell. I got to, maybe if I like just cut up the screenplay, <laughs> throw it up in the air, and then yeah. reassemble it. I well, actually knew a playwright that did that. He cut a script in half. Yeah. And then like realigned. I'm not kidding. Like and realigned. It was in college. He was a really great. smart guy. He realigned the pages. And that was the play. Did it work? No, that's horrible. And that playwright was Sam Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> it was Arthur Miller. I'm really old. <laughs> nice. Wait a minute, you're Maryland. <laughs> the the thing is, it really feels like this was just like a like a C grade thriller that they're like, you know what? This shit is 25 minutes long. And uh, yet... Hmm, let's extend it by just making a bunch of different characters have vantage points. Yeah, let's extend it by repeating <laughs> those 25 minutes and instead over of, and over Instead again. of thriller, untitled thriller set in Spain, let's change it to a vantage point. <laughs> untitled Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> exactly. Hot off of his success in uh, Last King of Scotland, no, they had where he played Whitaker. a guy with a lazy eye. <laughs> <laughs> who was a dictator? Who was with, I think uh, in love with James McAvoy? Who like in America <laughs> videotape things? Yeah, he was way into videotaping things, and yeah. he really liked that little Spanish girl. To the degree, the let's uh, let's talk briefly about Forrest Whitaker's vantage We're point. We're going to talk about his we, arc, right? Because we <laughs> the arc of his character—that's what it's called. Yeah. I, I, I what was the inciting incident for yeah, Forrest nice. Whitaker? Yeah, you guys have to provide the third act turn. I have no technical. Yeah, on that sort of thing. I've just read a lot of useless screenplay. I'm reading books. story right now, actually. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's basically beautiful, sure. beautiful work. Uh, Sarah Schaefer and I have both either written or are writing a screenplay. So if you want to purchase one <laughs> from someone who likes Dad. to make a movie, <laughs> write us. Uh, but Force Whitaker, basically what happens is the president gets shot, or he appears to get shot. Don't mm. spoil it. Yeah. Spoiler alert! <laughs> and then the the place where he's ha- he's holding this, uh, this speech in Spain blows up. There's all these protesters around. Sure. I'm not really clear on what they're protesting America. against. <laughs> yeah. America. America. There's so many missing... Pro- they're missing protesting in- freedom. Missing information I in think. this movie. Force Whitaker, you know, clearly his first time abroad. He's very excited. He's videotaping sure. everything. Uh, he he videotapes something that he thinks is related to the the killing, and, and it turns out to be. But then like, there's like this big chase scene immediately thereafter. Like the the, the, the plaza, the piazza, or the plaza. I guess piazza would be Italy. It blows yeah. up, and there's a a chase where they're running down the guy they think is involved. And Forrest Whitaker, <laughs> for whatever reason, decides like, oh, I gotta go f- help the police and videotape, and videotape the, it chase. the whole time. I think he's thinking YouTube or <laughs> yeah. or like hard copy. Or right. a, a current affair. A current right. affair. Current right? affair. Yeah. Is with that the, show still he's gonna write a bu- I don't think so. With, with the, the like, triangle. It <laughs> <laughs> was awesome. He's going to write a best selling book, A Lazy Eye to a Kill. <laughs> nice. Current <laughs> affair do. was literally Mean, like the Perez Hilton of. Uh, of our youth, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the I trashiest. Was kid and I felt like I felt like I had to take a shower when I was a kid. Like even then, I was like, "This shit is kind of weird." Morris <laughs> <laughs> Whitaker made friends with a small Spanish girl <laughs> yeah. before the explosion, basically by knocking her ice cream over and then offering her to buy more ice cream. Yeah, and then after the explosion, I guess he decided that he was her foster parent. Exactly. This is all based on, they tried to like establish his motivation, I guess, as a character by one phone call that he makes. Right. One, one conversation he has with a guy who ends up being a terrorist, (laughs) like where he's like referencing that he's left his wife and kids going through a rough patch. And I just don't believe that this guy chose to come to Spain (laughs) (laughs) by himself. 
Yeah. He really liked the architecture, right? Isn't that what he was yeah. taking film of? He was just trying to experience life. You can see he was taking it all in by yeah, looking in right. the viewfinder. He was going to have some tapas camera. later. And <laughs> well, there are a lot of uh, people in the movie, like Dennis Quaid, Sigourney Weaver, William Hurt. Um, all going for tapas later, right? Uh, Matthew Fox, uh, as we yeah. mentioned before. The thing some is, guy. a lot of these stars are on the rise. Some of them, not so much. Yeah. What? Well, the terrorist guy whose brother was being held hostage. Sure. He's in other stuff, but I don't. This is this is yeah. why I'm a bad person to this have on the side. No, he's right. in other stuff. I've seen him in it. I have no idea what his name is or what he was he's in. Certainly yeah. a recognizable face. He looks Even like he should, he should like, be in one of like the like the mummy movies. He looks like he should be one of those <laughs> guys. Well, he's not Oded Fair. Well, he's not Oded Fair because he doesn't have a cool beard. Um, he's in a. Somebody look look it up. I I would assume that <laughs> what Hollywood being what it is and him being a swarthy actor, he probably played other terrorists. Probably. Maybe that was maybe yeah. He, he definitely from, is in action films from my. Um, I don't know, like True Lies, or maybe maybe, maybe TV. <laughs> probably True Lies. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I usually go. That was that was just a great movie. Sure, <laughs> nonstop action. And oh, laughs. I, so many laughs. Oh, it's just so zany. I, I young Eliza Dushku. Tom, Tom Arnold. You know what I Who hate about it? True Lies? What about... What? <laughs> okay. uh, I'll bite. What a fucking misogynist film. <laughs> oh, no, it is. Like, I mean, like... Okay, I suspect my wife of having an affair... So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna humiliate like the, the guy. I'm not gonna like ask her about. It. I'm gonna humiliate the guy. Then I'm gonna trick my wife into doing a strip tease for me. Okay, like that is I'm still my- waiting. <laughs> I don't. It just it just seems like a really like oddly angry movie. You know. And then and then they get attacked by terrorists. And then luckily he's an amazing uh, secret agent and saves the day. <gasps> right. Yeah. Tia Carrera was in that. Yeah, she was. She uh, she made an her announcement like she made an announcement relatively early on in her career that she was never going to get topless. Mm-hmm. I stopped paying attention to Tia Carrera very soon afterwards. Because, <laughs> like, come on, what else is she going to provide? Really? Yeah. You know what movie you're reminding me of right now? Wayne True Lies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, I get it. Oh, vantage point. Me. While yeah. we're talking about vantage point. So, also, Dennis Quaid, as I said, was in it. He was, I guess, the hero. Sure. In so much as there was a hero yeah. in the movie. Looking more grizzled and Harrison Ford-like in his... He frowned a lot. Middle he age. did. I was about to say he mug, He made mug faces a lot. He was, mm. like, not mugging, he can't like, see me, out. but I'm making his face right now. Oh, it was amazing. It was like <laughs> Dennis Quaid was in the room. <laughs> yeah. And the camera a couple of times like zoomed in really fast on his face. And it was like comical in the way. It was just like, zoom. Because imagine, imagine a guy with a frowny face, but his eyes were really wide. <laughs> yeah. So he almost looked like a surprise bulldog. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, well, he had, like, sort of the same character arc, I guess, as, like, um, Clint Eastwood in The Line of Fire. Okay. Uh, where he was, like, a, he was shaken by a previous assassination attempt. Yeah. Although, unlike in The Line of Fire, like, he successfully prevented the previous assassination attempt. So it was sort of weird. It was like he had to yeah, that's a good point. from being a successful secret, <laughs> yeah. age, like secret service agent. I can't get over that job well done. <laughs> yeah, I, I took I, a bullet for the President of the United States of America. I, I hate I, myself. I should have been able to reflect that bullet with my chest. So he's shaky. He's looking for redemption for, yeah. for success. And he's and you know he's he's getting he's getting like a little bit of support from his fellow Secret Service agent uh, Matthew Fox. Yeah. Right. Or is he? Mm-hmm. Uh, chill out with the spoilers, dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think care. we're gonna jump ahead. Yeah, Matthew Fox is totally a bad guy and a Secret Service <laughs> man, which makes the movie very strange. Because I would think that if a person like made all the effort to be a service a Secret Service agent. Like, he'd have plenty more opportunities to kill a president yeah. than, than the one presented in the film. I was saying, I'll give credit where, where it's due. Uh, Matt, Matt Bird, a guy that Stu, Stu and I are, uh, are both friendly with. I'm uh, not. He, I hate that guy. I don't know whether she's ever actually met him. But um, he pointed out, yeah, like, they've got a man on the inside. A man who is a Secret Service agent. So if, if their plan is ultimately to uh, kidnap the president, which it is because... Another shocking twist. The guy who got shot was the president's double. Which they gave away in the preview, by the yeah. way. I knew coming in yeah, that, looked, that was going to happen. He looked creepily like William Hurt. Like, was he a clone? Was he? Well, <laughs> I'm wondering if they used William Hurt up until the point that you knew it was a double, and then they put the double in. Because once they mentioned... Wait a minute. Do you, wait, are you asking if like the person, like the actor... 
Yeah. Did they? Oh, well, it was probably William Hurt the whole time. I don't know though, because after they mentioned the double, he did look slightly different. Now that might have been my mind. <laughs> it might have been but, Hollywood movie magic. <laughs> I mean, really, they could have just like done a little like put a little bit know, of, like put a little, bigger nose like right. Mandel. I think it was a real uh, missed opportunity that they didn't have like a Parent Trap split screen. <laughs> Oh when they're shaking hands nice. like dave <laughs> yep like one wow. guy's like getting coffee at the presidential like coffee bar and like, hey you look up. like me it's like looking and then good. they start doing like a mirror dance like <laughs> <laughs> maybe one guy like you know like he and wipes Lucille a little bit ball out. comes in <laughs> yeah that sounds great harpo marks or I think they missed the opportunity of not having like a guy who looks obviously not like William Hurt to be the double. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that would have been great. Like a guy yeah. possibly with hair and a beard. <laughs> yeah, you got Philip Seymour Hoffman in. That would have been great, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess they look kind of alike. Except or maybe Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> right. If they had gotten Forrest Whitaker to play two roles, but <laughs> the guy filming it and the president's double, I think that would have been great. Yeah, I think he could have pulled it off, dude. He got an Academy Award after all, right? But the done whiteface. Yeah, yeah, that works. They, I saw Tropic Thunder. Ultimately, they um, the, what they're do, their plan is to kidnap the president, not to shoot him. But okay. the whole point is, either way, they have a man on the inside. They have a man who works directly with the president as a Secret Service agent. He could easily have have done this for and gotten alone with the president, and like then yeah. they could have you know shuffled but then him off. Only been two vantage points, <laughs> <That was> right? <laughs> and that's uh, I'm not gonna watch that. Yeah. I want to see as many vantage points as possible. That's almost like a regular movie where there's just one vantage. <laughs> like point. Right, it's called the protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need multiple vantage points. I'm a discerning consumer. Sure, I'm, I'm paying extra. Uh, Cloverfield? No, thank you. <laughs> that just has one vantage point of a camcorder. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> thanks for clarifying that. Camcorder dude. is the protagonist. Dilly. Um. So the thing is, is that this movie had a lot of vantage points, but ultimately didn't require them. Like it wasn't like they used no. the extra vantage points to be like, oh, it's like. Syria. How did this affect each person? It's like life? Syriana, and like I can kind of see, I can identify with the terrorists. Like that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. you didn't even understand why the terrorists were doing what they were doing. It was literally well, just there, 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 there were two terrorists. There were terrorists. Sarah, they were oh, terrorists. Oh, right, That's right. The, Why they're I evil. Try to they hate our freedom. Right. So well, there's the one guy who was a terrorist because the other terrorist had his brother. Yeah. Yeah, but ultimately it was two terrorists that were doing this. If you were a terrorist and the other terrorists had your brother and were threatening to kill him, would you be able to kill a bunch of people? Or My brother? Say, yeah, sure. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, so you let terrorists kill your brother if it meant... I don't, know, I don't know if I let him. I think it would be more that I don't know that I would be up for, like, physically... Or well, yeah, I don't think I'd be like, capable of, like, I... taking on a bunch of Secret <laughs> Service guys. I don't yeah. have, like, a phone that detonates C4 or uses a robot machine gun. Like, I, I don't have that. Yeah, they had, yeah. like, a, a, pi- a palm pilot to carry. That I mean, was my major problem. The terrorists literally, like, at one minute in the movie, they had no respect for human life. And then the next, they were like, well, we don't want to kill one of our own, so we got to set up this robot machine gun. Yeah, I guess yeah. No, I don't no loose ends. Robots right, not loose no ends. Lo- I yeah. guess that was the thing with Matthew Fox. They're like, you're too valuable to us as a person, so... Rather than have you like just sacrifice your position as a Secret Service agent, we're gonna go through this elaborate scheme that involves smuggling in like a motorized mach- machine gun that can be operated by a Palm Pilot, as you say, <laughs> through I guess I don't know satellites. I don't know. Yeah, the internet. Sure. Yeah, 3G. I don't know that much. Yeah, 3G. I don't know that much about technology. It, can do anything. It's an app. It's an iPhone app. <laughs> it's an iPhone app. Nice. I, oh yeah, there's... I assassinated the president. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the very end? Yeah, let's, let's uh, do sure. It. Why not? Well, is this when all the vantage because, points merge into one? Point? Well, that's one magic. What bothered point. me the absolute most is these terrorists basically threw their entire mission for a small child that was standing in the highway. Well, no, not any small child. The small child who forced Whitaker <laughs> right. taking such a shine to earlier in the movie. The best part about it too is that they avoid hitting the girl by like flipping their car onto its side, which. If it wasn't for Forrest Whitaker, would still smash the girl. Like at the at the point that you've kidnapped the president of the U.S., you're not gonna balk at running down. Smash a small right! Child. You've blown up 
Tons of people. The little girl was in the plaza when they yeah, set off bombs. Very possibly could have been the victim of that explosion. Right. But then Maybe when they see her in the road. She was a ghost. See? I think, uh, she I was know, an uh, angel sent by God to save the President of the United uh, States of America. I, I said what everybody was already saying. <laughs> I, put, I put words to it. She was the ring. The little girl from the ring. But <laughs> sure. cleaned up a little. Oh my God. <laughs> cleaned up a little and not Samurai, a magical I didn't know monster. She was, <laughs> so, the, so engaged in politics. She did look a little Asian. But I, I th- <laughs> <laughs> she liked ice cream. <laughs> you know what they say about Asians and ice cream. Was it Dippin' Dots? <laughs> <laughs> She came in the future. The thing is, that, uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. That's totally weird, and I don't understand how it's like. Like if there was a deer in the in the road, like you're not going to drive out of the way and smash yourself. You're going to drive through the deer. You right. still might hurt the deer if you flip your car and smash the deer with the hood, like the roof of your car. I don't know. So you're saying that when you're driving, if I'm you driving, consider small children on the same level as deer. And exactly. you've got the president in the backseat. If I have the president uh, knocked out in the backseat, or wait, was he even knocked out at that point? He was fighting, I think, at this point. The yeah, best that- part was when he did wake up and he like, he's like, <laughs> I got this cool pipe. I'm going to smash the terrorists. He like bonks one on the head and it doesn't even <laughs> knock like, her out. Oh, ah! She's like, oh, what Ooh, are you doing? That, that's smarts. <laughs> yeah, that they're smart. driving down in the ambulance. They've been keeping the president um, sedated. Again, I'm not really sure what they're planning to do with the president. <laughs> they're just taking him somewhere. I was hoping that they him. would have like accidentally killed him and then had to pull like a weekend at Bernie's type thing. <laughs> with him. Yeah. Give us a million dollars. <laughs> you better give it to him. <laughs> that was me pretending like I was a marionette president. Look, yeah, it's you the can't president really holding it up a newspaper and they have like <laughs> strings attached to his arms yeah, yeah. and he's holding his face. Yep. He's still alive. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But I get the no, feeling you guys talk about Weekend and Bernie's every time. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, ha- we actually haven't that much. It's strange, right? You would think Tango would. and Cash has come up frequently. <laughs> but not Weekend and Bernie's. Yeah, they're both really good movies. <laughs> F- fine films. Yeah, I think it's assumed that we would talk about Weekend and Bernie's. But um, why did they even kill the double in the first place? Why didn't they just kidnap the president? Yeah, that, that yeah. was the other thing. Like, I guess to create a distraction. To but create a distraction, but yeah. Isn't the distraction the double doing the speech? Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. where all the attention in the world is. Once you shoot the double, then everybody's on alert. Everyone's freaking out. I mean, but obviously they weren't. And then weren't. if they actually had the president... How would like if they were gonna ransom him? Why would why would anyone pay the ransom? Because like the president's everybody thinks the president's already dead. Yeah. Like, wouldn't they just be like, "Yeah, let's just cut our losses." Like, <laughs> yeah, it would be too too complicated these. of a story for like the U.S. public and to understand. The, I mean, like, exactly. All these the red states is what you're saying. U.S. public, holes. sure. Where I'm from, <laughs> sure. There, there was a part earlier in the movie where where they're like. We can't reveal that that was a double that got shot. Like one of the president's advisors. I know. Like, well, yeah. That because that tells them that that wasn't really the president making the speech. And I'm like, but wouldn't the world be so excited to learn that the president actually gets shot that they'll forgive him using yeah. the devil? Like, I know oh, that was really clever that you put that. Double yeah. Good there. job. I think America would think it was pretty cool too. Like, oh my god, they use doubles. All the wow. intrigue. Even exact. Duplicate of that's the like president? A, that's like super spy stuff. Genius. Yeah, I think we need to call the. Um, the writer of Vantage Point right now. Yeah. He's probably busy making lots of money <laughs> writing other great movies. Yeah. Uh, so you met Sigourney Weaver once. <laughs> I did meet Sigourney Weaver. She was handsome. She was a handsome woman? She was handsome. Oh, yeah. That was another thing. Sigourney Weaver was not in the movie enough. Yeah, she was like the... Barely. Pro- barely in the movie. She was the producer, uh, the field producer for GNN. I guess the Global <laughs> yeah. News Network. Um, you just piece that together, or I assume, unless it was the glue news network. <laughs> okay, that's probably not that. I wish the it was VNN, and then it network. could have been called Vantage News <laughs> <laughs> Network. Yeah. Uh, that probably would have been more appropriate for the movie. Seriously, but wait, how did you meet Sigourney Weaver? She came into my store one time. I sell little plastic and metal men to people. Okay. To, to human beings and uh dan i thought you said this guy was legit <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and uh in order to enjoy those little plastic and metal men you have to you have to paint them so she bought some paint for me for i think to touch up like a lamp or something i don't know i was i was a little starstruck yeah. Le- significantly more starstruck than when the to- than uh when robin williams came in because i was more just shocked because yeah. he's significantly smaller and hairier than i would imagine <laughs> i thought he was one of those those guys from Land of the Lost, right? 
Yeah. Not the reptile men, but the little, like, hairy guys. What was the movie where the guy painted the little soldiers? 40-Year-Old Virgin? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, were they soldiers or dolls? We uh, had the dolls. It's a little bit of both. There's both. He's yeah. painting. Yeah, yeah. There's like the real... Are you, are you asking if my company's uh, models were in some Are you shots? a virgin is what I'm asking you. <laughs> I am a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the laugh. Oh, uh, oh wow. Me, I'm going to go hang myself with my belt. Hey, you started it. You just <laughs> had to brag about meeting Sigourney. <laughs> yep. I propositioned her. If it matters, if it matters, I offered her, and she said no. You told her usher him into manhood. Yep, I asked her to pop my cherry. She could have totally played the role in Forty Year Old Virgin of what's her face, where she was like, "I will be very discreet." The the one that offers herself. Sigourney Weaver could have pulled that off. You know what? I totally agree. I bet I think she's underutilized as a comedic actress, and I think that she would make a really good mom. Yeah, (laughs) and I think that um, I feel bad that she was in Vantage Point. Well, I'm totally disappointed. Everybody else, I mean, William Hurt, like, I don't know, maybe he just wanted to be in a movie where he was the best, where it was like, <laughs> hey, I just want to show off. Look, I'm better than all these other clowns. But, uh... Yeah, but Sigourney Weaver really skated by without really doing anything really annoying in that movie. She she didn't... She was just yeah. there. She kind of played the role straight, and they didn't do her vantage point, really. At, well, maybe no, the she, beginning, she I guess. Yeah, maybe that was, like, a, a cut scene. We didn't check the... Footage, Dan. <laughs> yeah, as as is true with many uh, Flophouse films, this was a trim eighty three minutes. Eighty three minutes, and padded at that. You know what I forgot to mention before was, in addition to all the normal flashbacks, the like <laughs> yeah. twenty three minutes before flashbacks, there was, and this is another Flophouse trend. There were personal flashbacks that the characters would have to things that they said. <laughs> Things that they themselves said, not things that other like five said. minutes before, five minutes earlier or less. Not even, yeah, it was like yeah. two minutes. This has got to be at least the third time this has happened in one of these movies where the movie's like, remember, remember what you just watched in the previous scene. It's like they don't have enough. It's like they they ran out of money and couldn't film anymore, and they have to fill time with that. I I don't really understand. Yeah, I think they were trying to make like put a like an exclamation point on what he said like, "Hey, remember when that guy said that thing? First of all, I want you to remember that that's a really cool line." <laughs> like I really want you to understand that what he said was really ominous and cool sounding. Uh, <laughs> now let's make you remember that it's important to the plot. <laughs> the president exploded. <laughs> and he just thought about that. <laughs> we have to talk about um Dennis Quaid's flashback yeah and that's that's a problem i had thank you for bringing that up the because there's a moment like when during dennis quaid's vantage point where okay we've we've just discussed that dennis quaid was a secret service agent who took a bullet for the president so he was successful in his job but uh at the beginning of his vantage point he's like sitting on a bed on a bed in his hotel room with a shirt off like staring off into space and he (laughs) picks up like thing of pills that you have no idea what they are i don't know and you know he takes a couple and while he's taking them he has like there's a black and white shot of him being shot by this guy (laughs) and it's clearly from like the news footage we'd already seen the news footage of him being shot like so i'm trying to figure out if if he was like if he was having this flashback because he's like man i looked really dorky when i was getting (laughs) shot like i don't don't really get it flashing back to that evening when he was watching himself on gnn (laughs) from the hospital (laughs) It's like, I can't believe I look so silly. <laughs> and then, like, they, of course, which was all to, like, set this up, you know, prior to that, we'd already seen this footage because Sigourney Weaver was like, Barnes is here! Like, they know all the Secret yeah, Service the agents. Gra- saying, the greatest Secret Service agent of all time. Barnes <laughs> is here, pull up archive footage! And then there's another guy, pull up archive footage! And it's like a chain reaction. And then when, when Dennis Quaid comes back in, Dennis Quaid bursts into GNN's like trailer at one point, yeah, uh, like to their control center, and sees how they had pulled up this footage and sees it on one of the screens and like stops and he's like, "I was shot one time." <laughs> yeah, he see he sees a picture of himself being shot and <laughs> in the middle moment. of all this chaos. He's like, "That was sad." <laughs> yeah. Like that's that was a time when I was successful in being shot for the president. But I think ultimately the point of today this, this film <laughs> is that uh, all of Dennis Quaid's efforts were for naught because the uh, scheme was taken down by the fact that those uh, terrorists swerved with the president <laughs> right. in the back of their ambulance to avoid that kid. Yeah, and, that really uh, was crashed. the reason. And that, the end. Yeah. 
The well, end. I like to think that maybe that girl would have done her uh, her Spanish patriotic duty by getting hit by the van and then like gumming up the tires a little bit, <laughs> like with her with her with her carcass. So you're saying that either like, whether or not she swerved. The she was definitely it. too old to be running into the street without. Yeah, and then like yeah. seeing the the ambulance coming and just like freezing like a deer, like oh no, mom, <laughs> is mommy Anna! in there? <laughs> Are you my mommy? Yeah, and, and no, that's not your mom. That's an ambulance with yeah. Forrest Whitaker chasing after. It was just weird. And then like in that moment, of course, it was that one of my favorite things to happen in a movie where like. You know, at that at that climax of the movie, everything comes together. You have like lots of slow motion and like zooming in, like, oh no, there's Little the girl, girl. The, the van speeding up. Oh no, zoom in on the guy driving the van. What's he gonna do? Zoom in on Forrest Whitaker running, shouting. Ugh, yeah, it was great. <sighs> so let's. Uh, I mean, it was sh- it was shocking. Let's close this out. Let's close the segment out with yeah, the okay. um the traditional final judgment on Vantage Point. Um, I'll repeat it for the benefit of. Sarah and our listeners, the three official Flophouse categories are, is this a good bad movie, i.e. something funny to watch with friends, a bad bad movie, a movie that really isn't worth your time at all, or a movie that you kind of liked, you found some sort of redeeming value in. Sarah, what do you say about this movie? Bad bad. Bad bad? Bad bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that they didn't go far enough with the bad to make it a good bad. How How about you, Dan? Well, the thing was, like, the first 15 minutes of this movie, I was like, this, this could be okay. Like, before like the first before it rewinds, basically, I'm like, this has all the elements of, uh, you know, it's got a good cast. It's, sure. it's moving along, like, it's competently directed. And then with every succeeding, like, rewind in time, it got worse and worse. So, basically, first 10 minutes, uh, okay movie. Next 60 minutes, bad, bad movie. And then last ten minutes, <laughs> good bad movie. Yeah, but um, I like that assessment. <laughs> it doesn't work out. You know, the, the math doesn't work out to it being worth watching. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. It's bad, bad. Like it's it's just like there's it's so fast and like you kind of feel like you wasted an hour and twenty three minutes watching this movie. Kind of. And like I definitely just wasted I frankly <laughs> ra- I'd frankly rather angry that she's our guest. <laughs> I'd rather be sitting on like a subway train reading, I don't know, like the the advertisements. <laughs> Be <laughs> Kanye. Yeah, yeah, for an hour and 20, 20 like, minutes. Huh. There's a lot of Jameson's ads. <laughs> yeah. like Subway car. Dr. Z's more facial treatments. <laughs> okay, what's his story? <laughs> he sure likes rainbows. Yeah, yeah that, what's it? What's I think I'm going to go to vocational yeah. school. <laughs> yeah. These are jokes specifically for New Yorkers. <laughs> it's like you're watching the most inside episode of Seinfeld. Well, this is being broadcast live on Gawker right now, so. Wow. <laughs> Gawker. Uh, so, we just rated this movie as a steaming turd. So don't watch it. <laughs> and, and Matthew Fox, you should be ashamed of yourself, dude. Go back, to, go, go back to Lost. Okay. No, yeah. And William Hurt, I, I don't blame you that much. And Forrest Whitaker, <laughs> it's probably not your fault. You probably agreed to this movie before last You're just basing this. You were way too, like, you were way too how busy. How you like the various actors. You're, you're Scorning Weaver, it's right. okay. If you want to come over and we can talk about that. <laughs> he looked at his watch <laughs> just then like, oh, let me check. I do have time. I have I do. time. I, 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 I got to watch this. Let's, let's talk about it. Scorning Weaver, if you're listening to this podcast and you remember that handsome, deep-voiced fellow you bought some paint from. Oh, whoever the girl is at the very beginning of the movie playing the correspondent can yeah. go to hell. Yeah. She was horrible. What's her deal? I she kind not. of looks like Will Smith's wife, but it's not her. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, I'm gonna say Pinkett. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> probably. I, I don't know. Before we get on what's to the, what's the next stage? Well, before we get on to our recommendations, I'm gonna take care of a little business. Uh, we have been running a flop house. Am I fired? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, Do you, I? You, you haven't missed a. Do show. you need my social? If for anyone's, the pay? In, if anyone's <laughs> job is in trouble, it's Elliot. Yes. Uh, can you give Here's us my W two. Yep. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your credit card number? <laughs> All uh, Flophouse listeners should send in their social security numbers, um, their addresses, and their mother's maiden names. <laughs> this is a really elaborate phishing scam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this whole last year has just been set up. No, uh, we've been running a contest, a okay. Flophouse contest. Oh. The hell you say? To um, win the 
fabulous prize to pay all the expenses yourself to come and watch a movie with us and be on the podcast. Ooh. Um, that sounds pretty good. And we have a winner. Right? Uh, well, I mean, look at where we are. I mean, this is pretty... My palatial... This is dope. ...apartment. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good summary. Dope. Um, I mean... Yeah, no, go ahead. Describe it. Describe the... Uh, it goes on forever, first of all. I mean, this is probably one of the biggest apartments I've ever seen. Sure. I'm surprised you don't have a big echo problem in here. Yep. You know, well, I've got special talent. What are these, 30-foot the ceilings? Yep. And all the chandeliers, too. And, God, the, the skyline. And you have, to ride of, a, you, have to, you have to ride a pony to the go to the bathroom. You have to ride a pony down the, down the hill to the bathroom. Because there's a hill. Or the <laughs> too. I don't ride quite. Well, but the I golf cart. I don't know why you wouldn't. Sure. I prefer the golf cart. I'd ride mm. the pony. I mean, I like feeling a feeling an animal between my legs. Dan just has his butler come and, and catch it in his hand. Sure. So, yeah, all right. That's... <laughs> Let's get a little less Every conversation goes back to poo. That's my theory in life. Okay. Um, no, the winner. Let's not keep her in suspense because it is a her. Oh, wow. Oh. It is. The winner's uh, being announced right now? Yeah. We, oh, my God. I didn't realize this. Should we this. announce uh, why this person won? No. Let me. Let well, what me. was the criteria? Oh, okay. You're in charge. Sorry. You're in the driver's seat. I'm just riding. Uh, the criteria was purposely vague, and um, she really took advantage of that. Her name is Judy. I will withhold the last name until uh, such time as she gives permission to, to, to give it. Sure, that's fair. But um, you're gonna have a, like about four thousand Judys calling no, you up she tonight. Knows, um, <laughs> because <laughs> what she, she knows who she is. What she did was uh, she did temporary tattoos, or at least I hope they're temporary, of all of our faces uh, wow. with our names and sent photos of these uh, these tattoos. Including the face and name of original Flophouse host Simon Fisher. Sure. Uh, wow. With a big X through it to indicate that he's <laughs> oh, no longer on oh, the show. Oh, she's accurate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's up to date. Which I think is pretty awesome. And uh, with her permission, I will email her and see if it's okay. I will post those on the Flophouse website, uh, the flophousepodcast.blogspot.com. That's our So website. everyone can enjoy them if it's okay with her. Um <laughs> I, I I'm very considerate of a woman's uh, needs, Sarah. Don't laugh. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, don't. I, I just can... worry about my own needs usually. <laughs> sure. So she has won the contest, provided, as Stuart pointed out, that she is of age, that she is 18 years old, not a minor. <laughs> you better be 18. If uh, <laughs> if she is a minor, we will find out some <laughs> other alternate prize. Yeah, like a year's supply of. Bubblegum or something. Yeah. Whatever, like, whatever, <laughs> kids, whatever like. kids like. Yeah, like. <laughs> <Whatever. stickers. laughs> stickers or a couple Jonas Brothers t shirts. Yeah, like scratch and sniff <laughs> stickers, maybe. Oh, uh, that's, like, that's, that's contemporary, right? I'm yeah, yeah. You're, you're good. That's good. That that camp movie. Sure. Whatever that is. Camp? What? Yeah, that camp the movie. The movie Camp? No, no, not that. Not the movie Camp. That Camp. That's the, a great movie. Sleepaway Camp? No. <laughs> yes, Sleepaway Camp. All the modern kids love Sleepaway Camp. Uh, camp Rock. Isn't that what it's camp called? Camp Rock, yeah. And then it's like a high school musical spinoff. Oh, See? That sounds good. We're down with things oh, that we wow. shouldn't know about. Okay, so we'll, we'll get that for the person if, if yeah. that person is not of, of age. I will be contacting them. Um, congratulations, congrats. by the way. Well done. Uh, Good job, Judy. We'll work out some scheduling because I assume that you would like to come and watch the movie with the whole team, including Elliot. So uh, not me though. I have other. I have other commitments. She doesn't care. For you. <laughs> sure. Um. So yeah, congratulations. And moving on though. Okay. We should get to our recommendations. We don't like to be jerks all the time. Yeah, we, we like recommend to talk about things that we like. Yeah, I mm. like watching stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So should Thanks I talk about something me about this part? You said you'd well, you said you'd listen to an episode. <laughs> okay, Clearly the lies the come out. Thing. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go first. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of movies lately. You know, I saw you know the regular good stuff like Pineapple Express, which was great, and Tropic Thunder, that was pretty good. But the movie that I would like to recommend is a little movie called Police Academy <laughs> Seven or Eight. One of those, uh, the Mission to Moscow one. Now this is a controversial recommendation. No, I'm I'm totally recommending this movie because for one, it's got Ron Perlman in a amazing performance as the comedic evil russian bad is he guy wearing any makeup no makeup at all wow he just looks like a like a weird baboon monster <laughs> um and christopher lee 
uh, has an amazing performance, as does the you know the the police academy regulars. So if you're looking for uh, you know a movie with a lot of laughs and a lot of heart. <laughs> Police Academy, whatever. Mission to Moscow. I don't remember which one it was. Uh, totally, totally watch it. It's great. All right. Well, I think in the largest gap between types of movies uh, recommended. You're going to recommend like Cannibal Holocaust I'm or something. I'm going to recommend. I haven't seen a lot of movies recently. Actually, I've uh, been out of town. You're not going to re- recommend Vantage Point, right? No, I'm not. Okay. So, but I'm going to recommend a movie that is not underrated by any means because... I haven't seen a lot of movies lately, so I have to go to this. I just rewatched uh, The Third Man. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, Elliot, uh, absent co-host, uh, showed it at his movie night. Um, he does classic movies uh, on occasion. <laughs> he he also gives a speech. He does give a speech with notes. Yeah, it's it's pretty hysterical. He but but about, informative and really good. No, no, it's great. I yeah. don't make fun of it, but it was about 40 minutes long before <laughs> the film started. But I love the third man. It, it's got it, the, the the zither music at the beginning. Yeah, right? sure, that's great. Zither music and <laughs> uh, Joseph Cotton stars in it, and uh, Orson Welles is in it, and um, it's Carol black and Reed white. Directed it, yeah. Beautiful cinematography. It was voted the best uh, British film. So if you've never seen it, you know the third man, a classic. Give it a go. Give it a go. Sarah, have you seen anything lately that you would like to recommend? The Dark Knight? No. Um, (laughs) I actually have been watching nonstop for the past three weeks um, kung fu movies because I'm making a video using them, which I won't give away because I don't want... Not that anyone could possibly copy me at this point. I'm almost done. Sure. Um, And it would just take too much time for someone to copy me and I would be first and then I would murder you and whatever. It would be better. But anyway... um, Two of the ones that I watched, I fast forward through most of them. I'm talking like five or six at a time. Like I am, I've watched basically every movie, every kung, kung fu movie, movie, movie yeah. ever made. But one that I thought was really good was the Flying Guillotine. Yeah, that's good. Sure. And there was another one I watched of, last night, the Butcher, the the Butcher, the Butcher, Butcher Winger, Butcher. I don't know. <laughs> it's really funny and really good. But the butcher is in the title. So put in the keywords butcher and kung, kung fu, fu into Google. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing. And whatever movie comes up is yeah. the movie that Sarah is recommending. Yeah. I'll watch that. Yeah, you like things about butchery. Yeah, and Google. See, this one, I watched it last night and I can't remember the title. That just tells you. So, Sarah, I feel like I should ask you, since you are a comedian mm-hmm. who, um, unlike uh, me, who still uses the title comedian despite... <laughs> Very rarely doing anything in public. Uh, you perform. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything you would like to plug? Oh. Uh... Now, now keep in mind that this will not uh, be posted <laughs> to the internet until Sunday. So. Well, no, I don't have anything coming up this week. And only me will listen to it. Yeah, that's not true. We have a we have a devoted listenership. Okay. That's good. So this isn't just going to go into a vault somewhere for Dan to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> And to masturbate. <laughs> Man, I, I normally make that joke. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Oh, ladies. No, I have a show. I definitely have a show on October 17th. It's far away, but it's part of the um, Ars Nova Ant Festival. And it's um, some lady friends of mine and I are doing a show. And I think, fingers crossed, I'll be doing my solo show, which Dan McCoy is in. What? Yes, uh, which is called Sarah Shaver's One Sarah Show. And hopefully I'll be doing that again this fall. I don't want to say anything about it. I'll tell you later, Dan. Well, if you... Because uh, <laughs> it's not official yet. I don't want to... If I haven't it. been cut from the show, uh, <laughs> if you go to my website, I'm sure I will keep that updated. And that's... that's SarahShaver.com, SarahShaver.com. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God, SarahShaver.com. <laughs> or you go to BestWeekEverTV.com. Is that where it is? Is that... Come on, man. It's bestweekever.tv, okay? okay? It's really easy to remember. So if you <laughs> like people who blog about pop culture, um, Sarah's one of them. Yeah, you'll and probably poop. like And she gets paid like for it. Yeah, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, before, can I, bl- uh, can I plug something? Sure. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Conflicting. Yeah. I was just uh, I was just in a van with a bunch of dudes driving down to uh, <laughs> driving down to DC. Right. I'd like to plug the experience of being in a van. With yeah, yeah, yeah. And I highly recommend it, man. Uh, so we were in this van, right? And we later on we destroyed this van through poor driving. 
But um, while we were in the van, we got in this long argument about what you would rather fight. Would you rather get in a fight with a wolf or an eagle, Dan? Like, you don't have a weapon or anything. I think I would actually rather get in a fight with a wolf. Okay. What about you? You look confused. Would you rather get in a fight with an eagle? An eagle, yeah. Why? Why? Because I weigh more than an eagle. Okay, that's true. Uh, um, A wolf probably weighs more than me, and I could not subdue it in any way, shape, or form. Okay. I think it would be more likely that I could escape a wolf either through uh, running or climbing. Sure. Uh, or if you started flying, for instance. Yeah, it wouldn't have the advantage of the uh, the high ground okay. as an eagle would fi- figuratively. I mean, an eagle's not on ground right. yeah. flying. Yeah. My, I've my, seen both an eagle and a wolf in the wild. That That's pretty impressive. I'm just scared of the fact that like eagles would probably go for your eyeballs, right? A wolf would probably Those go for talons your arm. would be ripping your yeah, shoulders Yeah, they're like off. knives. Like, they're armed. They're... They could hit your jugular and that'd be it. Yeah, and like... You can't hit an eagle. So, that shit's going way fast. Yeah, so, but you could like just grab it and be like, "Bam!" Well, you have to grab it first. <laughs> I don't think it's like just gonna flap there for a second, like a. I feel like I could snap like an, an eagle's owl. neck. I could not snap a wolf's neck. So, Stuart, what are you plugging? Just nerdy conversations? <laughs> Is that what you're plugging? No, I forgot here. this was a plug. Oh wait. <laughs> this isn't Wait, a plug. I just wanted to find I? out what everyone was going to say. <laughs> All right, well, write in, write into the Flophouse Podcast at gmail dot com and tell us what you would rather fight, and maybe we'll talk about it some more. Or, or as as Lou put it, draw a picture. Draw a picture of yourself fighting an eagle or a wolf, and the best one will get a high five from me next time I see the the artist. I just want to say. Speaking of which, uh, people keep voting for us at Podcast Alley. That's awesome. And that's great. Uh, we have been consistently in like the top 50 comedy podcasts uh, on Podcast Alley because of that. <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> how representative is that is, but it, I appreciate it. And people who... What up, kid? Even better, people who link to us on their like personal websites, we get a lot of traffic that way. Well, it's going to we be linked on my website, which means it. automatic four mil. Wow. Four, four million humans. All the people... Four who, million uniques. All the people who read your stuff on Best Week Ever and then go to the trouble of doing a web search for your personal website. Right. And then click through to our website... A four million that's, that's, people. That's point five people. <laughs> so look for that. They click through, but then they close the browser before it opens. Sure. Yeah. Like, what do I click on? Buggy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, man, this has been fun. A lot of laughs. Yeah, this was a good. This was a good one. We learned a lot I too. Feel anew. But uh, you gotta sign <laughs> like, off. Like you've been birthed. I, ha- I do. You I squirted feel, it out of I feel like someone just cut She's the She's gone through a cord. rebirthing ceremony. <laughs> we got a bunch of pillows together earlier, and she came through. <sighs> uh, please bury my placenta. <laughs> I, want, I want to devour it. <laughs> I'd like to say that uh, for the oh. Flophouse, I'm Dan McCoy. And I'm Stuart Wellington. I'm Sarah Schaefer. Good night, y'all. Let's, uh, I, no, I wanted, I, except for this. For some reason, one of Sarah's ex-boyfriends gave her a mixing board, like like back in high school, and she's like, That's I don't know why. That's the only reason she's allowed to have an ex-boyfriend. I have. <laughs> smells like her. And she just kept it. Like, it was like Jeez. maybe it'll come in handy one day. And yeah. So what would you do with an ex-boyfriend's mixing board? Would you smash it? Would make porn? audio porn. <laughs> audio porn. <laughs> Would you smash it mm. while listening to Liz Fair?